my Lanta. Oh, my Lanta. Hey there, Tanner fans. Angela Bowen here, the host of Oh My Lanta, Holy Chalupas, an unofficial Full House Fuller House podcast. How's everyone doing today on my special day? That's right, it's my birthday. I'm 37 years old today. Wow. That much closer to 40, which there's nothing wrong with that. I will happily, graciously walk through that door of my 40s. Well, today I am um, covering the final episode of the birthday-themed episodes of Full House, Fuller House. So, today is Fuller House Season 1, Episode 7, entitled Ramona's Not-So-Epic Party. This episode dropped with the other episodes of Season 1 of Fuller House on February 26, 2016. In this episode... Kimmy and Fernando put together Ramona's much-anticipated birthday party, and it doesn't go as planned for anybody. Meanwhile, Steve, out of jealousy, tries to set up DJ's interactive co-worker with Kimmy. Oh, Steve. This episode has a 7.3 out of 10 rating based on 469 ratings on IMDb. This episode was directed by Rich Coral. Coral? C-O-R-R-E-L-L. Corral, maybe? I'm not sure. Writers, Jeff Franklin, Brian Behar, B-E-H-A-R, Steve Boldkowski, Joe Vargas, and Paulina Diaz. So it's nice I got a lady in there. Since, you know, this is dealing with, you know, Ramona and it's her birthday and everything. You want a lady's perspective. Alright, let's get into some trivia. The third appearance of Dr. Matt Harmon. In this episode, Ramona says she has gotten her first designer dress for the party on Elizabeth and James by Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen, who played Michelle in Full House. Kimmy then states, with these prices, no wonder they don't have to act anymore, which is a nod to Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen, who played Michelle, who had repeatedly refused to reprise her role as Michelle on Fuller House. Here's a goof. One of the cupcakes Jackson is holding, only two of the four candles are lit. But when Ramona goes to blow them out, all four of them were lit. Well, that's probably because they had to fix that. Alright, here's a user review from IMDb on this episode. Gave it a 7 out of 10. This is May 15th, 2019. Happy birthday, Ramona. There's some light. Oh, there's always some light at the end of the tunnel. This may be fabricated, but still a very nice look into things that go wrong that turn out fine at the end. All Ramona wants is for her big day as an official teenager to go well. She gets a Mary-Kate and Ashley outfit, a hilarious illusion, and partial pitch for the real girls to return to the show. Oh, I get it. The party in the backyard looks epic, but the power goes out. What was... Sure to be the best party ever, turns into a major dud. The main thing she wants is for her parents to get along. Sure, they are divorcing, but they need to coexist. Steve meets Matt. He's jealous that Matt is a good-looking guy, and Steve wants DJ back. He suggests Matt date Kimmy. Matt's second appearance, and I already dig him. He is so cool, witting, charming, and just plain awesome. Jackson wants Ramona's new best friend, Lola to recognize him. Not too bad of a subplot. I enjoyed this episode, as did I when I saw it. I thought it was cute when I originally watched it. So, alright, before I officially get into the episode, I'd like to let you all know if you're new to the podcast, where you can find the podcast on social media. On Facebook, you can find it at Oh My Lanta, Holy Chalupas, Full House, Fuller House Podcast. You can type in Full House Podcast, Fuller House Podcast, and it should pop right up. 
on Instagram, OMHC, Full House, Fuller House Pod. I know that's a mouthful. <laughs> on Twitter, OMHC, Full House. And if you'd like to email the podcast, you can do so by sending an email to OMHC, FHFHpodcast at gmail.com. Also, if you're enjoying this podcast, you can go to iTunes and subscribe and even write a review. I would love, you know, for someone to write a review. That'd be awesome. So ways to search for the show on Apple and iTunes is... Unfortunately, if you put in Full House, it's not going to come up. I think because I put a slash mark before between Full House and Fuller House. If I can change that, I might and see if that even makes a difference. But um, type in Oh My Lanta or type in Holy Chalupas. It should pop up. So, Alright, without further ado, let's jump into this adorable, fun, funny Fuller House episode. So we open the episode in the kitchen. We have Kimmy at the kitchen table getting things ready for Ramona's 13th birthday. We have Fernando coming in with this beautiful cake for Ramona. However, when he reveals it and holds it up, it says, Happy Retirement Father Flanagan. And we see on either side of the happy and the birthday, there are white rosaries. So Kimmy's like, Fernando, why is Father Flanagan on Ramona's birthday cake? And he's like, oh no, so when you said to check the cake, I actually should have checked the cake? Oh, oh, Fernando, come on, buddy. Come on now. Yes, check the cake. You always check it. And usually, I think when you get a cake, they will show it to you to make sure everything is correct, right? They don't just say, hey, here's your cake, pay me, okay, bye. No, you need to look and make sure that it's 100% correct before you hand over any money. So yeah, Ramona comes down, like, hi guys, how you doing? And they're like, oh, there's our birthday girl. And Kimmy's just gushing about the fact that her baby is now a teenager. Like, oh yeah, I kind of remember when I turned 13. I think I got the movie Born to be Wild, and then I also got the movie Far From Home, I think. Yes, I did. Yeah, I did. I did. Both are good movies, by the way. So Kimberly says everything from here on out is going to change. So immediately, Ramona's like, oh, can I go see an R-rated movie? And Kimmy's like, no. And then Ramona asks, can I go to a concert on my own? And Kimmy's like, No. So Ramona's like, well, then what's the big change? And Kimmy's like, well, that I'm the mother of a teenager. Yeah, Kimmy meant the big change for her, Ramona. She didn't mean it for you. <laughs> I'm trying to think if I thought that 13 was that monumental when I turned it. Because if you think about it, even though you're 13, you still have, what, at least a couple more years before you can even think about taking driver's training and getting behind the wheel of a vehicle. When I was, like, 12... 11, 12, I was counting down the years until I could finally drive. So I'm going to play this clip. This is so adorable. Ramona with her parents. Just like, I need to do something big for my 13th birthday. And she says, how about a tattoo? The Chinese symbol for love. Like, eh, no. Hey, guys. There's my birthday again. I can't believe my baby is officially a teenager. Everything is really going to change. Can I go to an R-rated movie? No. Can I go to a concert on my own? No. Then what's the big change? I'm the mother of a teenager. I need to do something big to celebrate. How about a tattoo like the Chinese symbol for love? Yeah, that sounds good until you find out it actually means pork fried rice. For the thousandth time, this was not a mistake. <laughs> do I or do I not love pork fried rice? You to always criticize everything I do is beautiful. Guys, I like it. I like it. Please, today is my birthday, and all I want is for you to get along just for one day. Honey, that's no problem. Right, Fernando? I vow on my life and everything I hold sacred that I will cause no drama. Starting now, because that was very dramatic. 
So Kimmy tells Ramona that's a bad idea to get a tattoo that you think is the Chinese symbol for fun. Because it actually means fried pork and rice. That's when Fernando lifts his shirt up to reveal just above the pant line there that he got a tattoo. He's like, I actually love pork fried rice. Like, okay. Good for you, Fernando. So, they start arguing, and everyone's like, guys, come on, you promise, like, please, the one thing I want, do not argue and fight on my birthday. So, they promise not to fight anymore, and (laughs) Fernando says, don't worry, honey, I promise I will not be overly dramatic, and Kimmy changes the subject, says, hey, sweetie, as she pulls her along to the kitchen table and invites her to open a gift. Why don't you open one of your presents now? It might be something you'll want for your party tonight. It's the Jeffrey Campbells I wanted. Thank you, Mom. Thank you, Papa. And most of all, thank you, Jeffrey Campbell. (laughs) We did good, didn't we, honey? Yes, we did, baby. Mm, Look at us getting along. See, Ramona? You can take your hand off my butt now. Oh, look, our teenager's first steps. You can do it, baby, you can do it. Don't look down. Yes, oh, yes, yes. So, turns out Ramona got some Jeffrey Campbell shoes for her party tonight. She puts them on. They got a big, chunky heel on them. She puts them on and starts slowly, you know, walking, you know, in high heels. And it's almost like she's taking her first steps. And Fernando pulls out his phone to take video of their teenager's first steps. And Kimmy's like, see, sweetie, we're getting along. And she's like, Fernando, get your hand off my butt. Thank you. So I looked up Jeffrey Campbell, and yeah, I mean, it's definitely a real person. And the shoes are very expensive, anywhere from 170 all the way up to, like, close to $300 for a pair of shoes. So now we move to Harmon Pet Care. So Steve comes in to pick up Comet Junior Junior and he says how lonely he was. You know, that big old bed with just himself and not him and his dog to keep him company. Kimmy's like, you know, I envy you in that big empty bed because I had Tommy, Max, Cosmo, and Kimmy crawl into bed with me last night because Kimmy really doesn't like lightning, which... I didn't really think that California got a lot of rain, especially, like, lightning and stuff, so that would be scary for a kid. Unless Tommy pulled a ste- or, um, Max pulled a Stephanie, like, the Aftershocks episode where she takes Michelle, like, oh, Michelle, you're scared of the the earthquake or whatever. Come with me. Max is like, hey, Tommy, I bet you're scared of that thunder up there. Let's go sleep in Mommy's bed. Come on, Cosmo, you can come, too. Oh, Kimmy, you're here? Okay. So, Steve mentions the fact that, you know, I have this big empty bed that doesn't have my dog in it. But actually what I was really hinting at was the fact that I'm not dating anyone. So, that's a weird way to mention that you're not dating anyone. But like, hey, there's just me in this bed by myself. You know a little better in this bed? Other than my dog? <laughs> like, uh, you know that she's a widow, right? You know that she's still... She's got three kids. Dating is clearly going to be the last thing on her mind. So DJ mentions she's not with anyone either right now. And and Steve jumps at this opportunity like, Oh, we're not either of us seeing each other. Why don't we go out for coffee sometime? Why is that the go-to thing whenever someone's like, Hey, can we go out for coffee or something? Like, there are other things you can go out and do that can be not considered a date. You can hit up McDonald's. You can hang it on the bookstore. You can do a lot of things that don't have to deal with drinking coffee. So DJ agrees as long as it's not an actual date date. He's like, okay, good. I look forward to not dating you. Matt comes out. He is the new Dr. Harmon. He comes out with Cosmo Jr. Jr. And says, like, she has been ready to go. She's ready to go home be with her human and everything like that. 
So Steve's like, oh, great. And then he takes a look like, who are you? Where's Dr. Harmon? And Matt says, well, I am Dr. Harmon. And Steve says, well, actually, I meant the the shorter, gray-haired, ponytailed man. What happened to him? Is he... What happened to him? He not here? So DJ fields this one where she says that's Matt, the guy you're referring to, that Dr. Harmon is his father. He's actually on vacay. And Matt's just filling in for the time being. So, of course, Steve shakes his hand and is getting information out of Matt. Like, oh, so you're just filling in temporarily, right? I mean, you're not going to be staying here, right? I'm going to play this clip. Uh, that's just kind of funny as they're still shaking hands, Matt and Steve. And he, and he even says, like, oh, I bet uh, you're in a hurry to get back home, huh? And Matt says, no, actually, I'm starting to like San Francisco a bit. And this is kind of clever how Steve says, oh, well, your wife must miss you, huh? Steve's like, I'm not married. <laughs> Look, that's his father. Matt's filling in for him while he's on vacation. Hi, I'm Matt. I'm Steve. So you're just working here with DJ temporarily, right? Uh, well, that was the plan, but I'm really starting to like San Francisco, so... Yeah, well, your wife must miss you, though. <laughs> I don't have a wife. Oh, then your husband must miss you. Nope, straight and single. Can we stop shaking hands now? <laughs> oh, wow, okay, so so DJ's working with a, with a good-looking single straight guy. Great. We gotta fix you up. You know, you, you need a good woman. You need a hot woman. You need Kimmy Gibbler. Oh, good idea. She's my best friend. Lot of fun. Classic. Girl next door. You're welcome. Invite me to the wedding. See you guys. So Steve says, oh, while he's still shaking Matt's hand, like, well, oh, if he doesn't have a white, well, your husband must miss you. And Matt says, um, well, no. I'm straight as an arrow and I'm single. Straight and single. And of course, this Steve feels this is a little bit of a threat here. We got a single good looking guy working with, you know, his old flame, DJ. So what does Steve do? He's like, you know what you need? You need a woman. You need Kimmy Gibbler. And of course, DJ is like, yeah, you would love Kimmy. She is, like, a lot of fun. And Steve's like, yeah, she's pretty much typically, like, the girl next door. So, they set him up with Kimmy, which is going to be weird when he arrives there and she's, like, taking pictures with her, you know, with Fernando, who's supposed to be separated from her, but they look too, too much in love. But we'll get there. So, DJ invites Matt to... Ramona's party like there's gonna be you know a party for the kids the adults will you know get their drink on and Matt's like oh drinking alone that or drinking with other people that'll be different so Steve has he been hanging out by the door because he pops the door and be like oh what are we laughing about is the Kimmy thing still on it's like dude you've been waiting out there your dog probably wants to get home go home Steve I like Steve but he just and this season, he does come off as a bit of a desperate creep. Well, not maybe creep is not, not like mean creep, just more creepy-ish. Like, he's definitely not high school Steve anymore. We get that. But it just, I don't like how he comes off in this first season. He just overly goofy, so unfull house Steve-like. He's still got the I eat all the time quality, but... He's just coming on too hard and too strong to DJ. I get that he knows she's not with anybody right now. And he wants to lay claim to his, probably what he thinks, territory. Like, that's my old girlfriend from high school. She's not with anyone. I'm not with anyone. I'm going to pursue this. So back in the house, we got DJ kind of cleaning up. She's got the little Swiffer thing going around, you know, dusting. She's like, I don't understand why I'm even bothering to clean when I have 20 teenagers about to descend upon our house. And we see she's dusting a picture of Danny from his full house days. Maybe, like, season two, three, maybe? 
And she's holding Tommy, who at this point in the show, you know, season one, he's probably he looks like maybe he's less than a year old, maybe nine months or so. I don't know, but uh, she. Oh yeah, I know why because my dad's a cleanaholic. All right, little Max comes in. He's got Cosmo on a leash. He's like, all right, I got good news and I got bad news. And the good news is he got Cosmo to poop outside. Oh boy, what's the bad news? Max says, the bad news is it was outside in my bedroom. Well, at least he didn't poop on the carpet. Unless they got a runner in that. They might have a runner in that hallway. I wouldn't be surprised. So DJ's just like, Max, these accidents have really got to stop. DJ, Cosmo's a puppy. He's going to have accidents. I get it that you can train them to go outside, but he's a puppy. He's going to have accidents. Max is only eight years old, right? So give him, my goodness, have some patience, have some compassion. He, the dog is a puppy. He's learning still. Maybe, you know, not all of them pick, him up, pick it up right, you know, right on that first day, which they've only had this puppy for, what, maybe two, three episodes tops? So Max is convinced that it was not an accident because Cosmo was looking right at him with this big smile on his face while he unleashed the Kraken. I want to play this clip because I love Max so much and it's so cute! Well, I got good news and bad news. The good news is, I finally got Cosmo to poop outside. The bad news is, it was outside my bedroom. <laughs> Max, these accidents really have got to stop. Oh, I'm not sure it was an accident. He was looking right at me with a big smile when he did it. <laughs> so Max takes Cosmo back into the kitchen. Fernando, Kimmy, and Ramona come out from a little shopping spree. This is where we get the Mary-Kate-Ashley-Olsen joke with the dress. The Elizabeth and James line. So Ramona's happy she got a designer dress by Elizabeth and James by Mary Kate and Ashley. Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen. Which the audience is just like, <laughs> I get it, yes. At these prices, no wonder they don't have to act anymore as Kimmy looks at these two receipts like, good golly. So aside from Fernando being a race car driver, I cannot talk. A race car driver. He also does hair on the side, which is awesome. Because uh, Ramona, of course, for her birthday, she wants the Fernando special, the works, the everything. It's just, wow. She wants to double check, like, Papa, you are doing my hair for the party, right? She wants keratin treatment, extensions, beach waves, highlights, volumizer. Holy golly. The full Fernando, as Fernando calls it. So, yeah. So, he must be doing that when he's not, you know, on the racetrack. Oh, okay, because DJ says, I keep forgetting you did hair at one point. So maybe it's something he used to do. Like, maybe that's how he, he and Kimmy met, maybe at the salon or something. Okay, we got a confirmation. That is how they met. Fernando says, before I was in the dangerous world of auto racing, I was in the dangerous world of women's hairdressing. And Kimmy says, yes, that's how we met. Fernando... Goes over to Kimmy as he says, Kimberlina wanted to be a dirty blonde and I happily obliged. Because hasn't Kimmy always kind of been, she's been blonde, but it always seems like, especially in like the earlier seasons, like season one and two, and maybe three. I think it was season one and two, especially season one, her hair is like a reddish blonde. Kind of like... Michelle's, you know, when the Olsen twins were just babies and they were getting, you know, hair and stuff, it looked on the reddish side. Alright, now we're heading up to the boys' room. We got Jackson dressed like... I don't know, he, he's dressed like something. He's got a hat, he's got the sunglasses, he's got a jacket on. Basically, he's wearing just about all, all black. He's got two cans of Axe body spray. He's spraying it. And then, like, walking into it. Is that how you put on cologne? Or you put on... They look like Axe deodorant spray. Like, you spray under your pit, basically. 
But, uh, yeah, I'm getting a load of Jackson's room. He's got a lot of stuff, a lot of posters on his walls. But I like the boys' room. It's really cute. A lot of, like, light blue, dark blue tones. There's a bunch, like, four different skateboards that are all uh, up on a wall, mounted on a wall. And he sprayed, like, big giant clouds of this Axe body spray. And I'm like, and you're walking into it. How are you not coughing? I would be coughing. <coughs> yeah. My Aunt Stephanie is going to have one of her famous, well, I don't know how famous they are since she just started, you know, they all just started living together. And she's going to give him some much needed advice. He wants to impress Lola, who is now Ramona's best friend. He's had a crush on Lola for quite a bit before Ramona even showed up. And he thinks by dressing this way and not being himself that he's going to land her. One thing I noticed that is really cute, you know the little platelets, the little platelets that go over light switches and stuff, you can get different designs. This one is a base, it's got like baseballs on the side and it's really cute. I like it. I mean, I'm not big on sports, but if I had to pick... Huh. I did play soccer when I was 14, so I'd probably go with that. So let's hear what Stephanie has to tell Jackson. She's going to give him some advice that he clearly really needs. You don't got to dress like that to impress this girl. If she doesn't like you for who you are, basically, then you're pretty much wasting your time. <laughs> wow. They're not kidding when they say this stuff attracts women. <laughs> I could smell you from the kitchen. <laughs> it's my own unique body spray combo of dark temptation and excite. <laughs> Is this uh, new smell cloud and look Lola related? Yeah, she's coming to Ramona's party. Figured I'd make my move. <laughs> Do you mind if I make a couple tweaks? Sure. Okay. Uh, well, let's let's lose the glasses because it's night. <laughs> Makes sense. And, uh, you know, maybe the hat? Because you've got a great head of hair. It is one of my top three features. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, and it's too warm for a jacket, so that needs to come off. Let's All right. Chains. And I'm not going to sugarcoat this. I, I've seen nicer chains on snow tires. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. But now I'm just me. Exactly. And, and that's what Lola's going to like. And if she doesn't like just you, there are tons of other girls out there that will. Have some faith in your swagger. Oh, got a can of swagger right here. Uh, no, 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 no. I like Stephanie's advice as she starts taking stuff off. First the glasses. So like, it is nighttime. You really don't need to be wearing sunglasses. And the jacket because it's too warm. Oh, and you know what? I mean... Take the hat off, buddy. You got a great head of hair. And I love Jackson being confident, saying, well, you know, it is one of my best features. And also, the, he takes the jacket off, and he's got these long gold chains that go all the way down to his belly button. I like Stephanie's response of, I'm not going to sugarcoat this, but I've seen nicer chains on snow tires. So, yeah. So he takes everything off. She's like, perfect. You look great. And he's like, yeah, but I'm just me. And she's like... I understand that, but, you know, if Lola doesn't like you for you, there are a ton of other girls that will like you for you. So, the ex-body sprays he was using were Excitement and Dark Temptation. And usually, um, I would be the one who would get the body wash and stuff for, for Jeremy. And it's, it's nice because you get to pick out the scent that you you know, think would smell the best on them. So, I, would, I used to get, like, the Axe Phoenix... But and then eventually I moved to like the old, <clears throat> the old spice swagger, and then also you know onto like, what was the other one, uh, timber. But yeah, I like how somebody also says have faith in your swagger, and that leads Jackson to like I also have swagger here, which old spice there is an old spice swagger, which also smells good too. Alright, now we're moving to Max and Cosmo as Cosmo is sitting on a little toddler potty. So Max says, look, Cosmo, mom says you gotta stop going in the house. But I have a better idea. As the camera pulls back, we see Cosmo 
sitting, his haunches are right over a little toddler potty, basically. The, the plastic kind with the top and everything. And you see Cosmo kind of looking off set to whoever the trainer is to just kind of get him to stay right on that potty. I love Max's scenes with Cosmo. They're so adorable. And he's like, hey, look, it'll, it worked for me and it will definitely work work for you. He call, refers to it as a potty trainer. Which we know Tommy's not there yet because he's still in diapers. He's only like nine months old. This is interesting that the kitchen is carpeted this time around on Fuller House, where in Full House, I think it was mainly tile because you would see Danny mopping the floor. So Max is like, alright, Cosmo, just pretend I'm not here. And he turns away. Buddy, I don't think the dog is going to take a poopy in that thing. I really, really don't. Not to mention, it's going to go directly on the floor if there isn't a plastic bottom there. Although, if there is a plastic bottom, you would still have to clean that out and disinfect it. <laughs> I love Max turns around because Cosmo is just looking at him. And Max is like, oh, you want a magazine or something? Hey, Cosmo. Mom says you got to stop going in the house. But I have a better idea. <laughs> Your very own body trainer. It worked for me and it can work for you. Now just relax. Pretend I'm not here. You want a magazine or something? We cut to later that night, we're in the living room, and Fernando is presenting the gorgeous Ramona hair by Fernando as she comes down the stairs looking gorgeous. Beautiful, beautiful girl. All these kids are amazing. I just, I love, you know, Max's scenes with Cosmo. He gets the most scenes with him because it makes me think that Stephanie got a lot of scenes with Common. A lot of them. And then I think eventually they kind of moved to Mich Michelle having a lot of scenes with Common. So, Ramona comes down. She's wearing this really nice pink dress. Her hair looks absolutely beautiful. Wavy. Probably highlights and extensions. All the stuff she wanted. She's clutching a little silver purse that probably can only hold like a cell phone. So the whole family is there like applauding like hey you look great and Jackson's like hey you look awesome. He turns to Max. Doesn't she look awesome? Mom can I please go? So DJ yes Jackson you can go. Oh and thank you for pretending to care at least. So Max goes up to Ramona and says oh you really do look beautiful but then he like cocks his head like the hair's a little much. Like, ouch, Max! You just said she looked beautiful. Now you're critiquing her look? Of course, Fernando is insulted. Says, you may leave too. Bye. But I love how Ramona puts an arm around her mom and her dad. And they're just walking together. She's like, this day has been so wonderful. Us just being together. And it feels like we're a real family again. Kimmy adds, yes, especially when we got the family meal deal at Pizza Hut. Fernando said, and I guess, is this a thing that Pizza Hut probably did at one point? As he says, nothing says family like pizza with wieners hiding in the crust, like the little cut up hot dogs. I want to see if that was ever, it. it probably was. Okay, so I am seeing Pizza Hut's hot dog stuffed crust. This was four years ago, so. Wow. I don't know if that sounds like anything that I would ever have wanted to have. Wait a minute. It says hot dog stuffed crust is only available in the UK. Here it says the pizza also hit Canada. Interesting. I guess there's ways you can even do your own little thing with the with the hot dogs and the crust and everything if you make your own pizza. Do like the little mini pigs in a blanket and just kind of put them around the pizza maybe? So of course Ramona wants to get pictures to commemorate this special day and this bond she's having with her parents. But yeah, you definitely would want a picture of that before it crumbles to nothing. And then it's like, you gotta have a picture to commemorate it. 
all three of them hand Stephanie <laughs> their phones. Like, okay. <laughs> oh, I'm the official Gibbler family photographer. And right away, Kimmy, Ramona, and Fernando all start posing. So while Stephanie's taking pictures, Matt comes in. He's got Hawaiian punch for the little kids and some tequila for the big kids. I almost thought he was going to say, well, I got some tequila, but we're going to mix it with Hawaiian punch or something, which I don't know. Would that be good? I don't drink. So, I mean, I like Hawaiian punch. The first time I had had it as a teenager, since I'd had it as a kid, I took a sip and it's almost like a food flashback or a drink flashback or something. Like, say you haven't had something in ages and you drink it for the first time. It's almost like your brain, like, takes you back to the last time you had it. So, DJ says, oh, that's my friend Kimmy Gibbler over there. And Matt's kind of looking at, you know, Kimmy and Fernando now holding each other, getting their pictures taken. And Matt's just kind of like, even the one taking the pictures? Yeah, I thought you said she was, like, not involved or single or whatever. Because there it looks like she's very much in love with her her husband there. Because they're not officially divorced. And DJ's like, uh, yeah, the one getting her picture taken. And Matt's like, well, she certainly looks taken as Fernando is kissing Kimmy on the side of her neck. So DJ says, oh, well, she's very unattached. And Matt's like, well, she looks attached. Just watching Fernando and Kimmy just getting close and hugging on each other. And (laughs) DJ's like, well, that's her soon-to-be ex-husband. He's out of the picture. And Matt's like, well, it looks like he's really clearly in the picture, like... Whatever this is, I, I, I can't go forward with this because she's clearly still with her husband. I love how Matt just turns to her with these photo, you know, quips that he's coming with. And he turns to her and like, I could do this all day. Matt is so cute. He's a cutie. And he and DJ, I mean, definitely Steve and DJ endgame all the way. But I did kind of like her with Matt. I thought it was adorable. Alright, now we're moving outside. We got this black and white checkered board, which is going to be the dance floor. We got the sound booth with Stephanie. Of course, she's a DJ. She's going to be running all the music and everything, right? She's. We got, like, some, like, fake flowers and the number, you know, created creating the number 13. It's really cool. Also, we got Ramona in lights along the fence. Um, is that a couch over there? Is look, oh, is that a, like, slideshow of pictures of baby Ramona? It is a slideshow! Oh, that is so cool! And those are some pictures from the intro of the show of baby Ramona. Well, Ramona, like, as a toddler and, like, a six-year-old and stuff. So, God, they did an amazing job with it. It is very, very nice. Of course, looks like Jackson's going to see his chance to move in on Lola here and make his move. Like, just, dude, be yourself, man. Seriously. Don't come across as trying to, like, invent this persona like Action Jackson or J-Money or all these other nicknames he gives himself. It turns out (laughs) Lola was saying, hey, this party looks great. I'm going to use Gibbler-style party planning for all my party needs. Of course, Gimbler Kimmy comes up with her camera on her phone. Says, this will look great for my website. Of course, Lola holds her hand open like, I'm not doing this for free. Give me money. So Jackson is over by the DJ booth. And he's like, hey, Aunt Stephanie, there's Lola. What should I say to her? And Stephanie says, well, girls love compliments. Just go over there and say you love her beautiful hair and her amazing eyes and he's like oh I'm all over that okay but of course he's nervous and he screws it up he says hey and she's like hey he's like oh you have beautiful hairy eyes like oh Jackson and she kind of looks at him like what (laughs) you're odd (laughs) bye I'm gonna go over there no she doesn't say anything she just looks at him like okay bye (laughs) Of course, Jackson's like, oh, yeah, I nailed it. Like, you really didn't. You didn't crush it either. You bombed. 
All right, so Stephanie gets on the mic. She's like, hey, everybody, I'd like to welcome you all to Ramona's epic 13th birthday party. And Ramona's just right there like, oh, I'm gushing. I'm so excited and nervous at the same time. I like how, I mean, Steph's a professional DJ, so she's like, we paid off the cops. We've warned the neighbors. The only thing left to do is ask you the most important question. The most important question of the night. And she's like, y'all ready for this? Everyone cheers, like, yes! As soon as Stephanie starts playing, music stops, power goes out, like, oh, man! That stinks. And imagine poor Ramona, it's like she's got this birthday party, her her classmates are all there, and everything, and all of a sudden it's like, I like how Stephanie, like, takes off her headphones and says, well, it looks like our electrical panel wasn't ready for this. Like, aww. So it's dark in this backyard, and Stephanie just tries to go and says, "Hey, we got music," and she puts music on her her music's on her phone. She just has it going through the speaker, and she's just you know trying to dance. And the kids are all like looking at her, like, "What? We're not into this. Where's the actual music? This has got to be. This sucks for Ramona. It really, really does." You know, this is her big chance to, you know, impress and, you know, make friends and everything. She's had a new school. It's hard enough as it is trying to make friends. Invited everybody over. Now there's an electrical issue. And the party's just going down the tubes. <laughs> Steph gets a call from someone asking about if she's happy with their long-distance service. The power's out in the house, too. Because Max is sitting in the dark with a glow stick and Cosmo's hanging out. It's like, what in the world? What's going on, man? Yikes. Oh, I bet Max is like, it's, I've seen movies like, or shows, you know, like The Walking Dead and stuff like that, where the power goes out, and it's the, basically he thinks it's the apocalypse, it's the end of the world. Well, Cosmo, power's out. Don't be scared, it's probably nothing. Or it's the zombie apocalypse. (laughs) Since the world's ending... You can poop and pee wherever you want. Halt! State your name! It's Mommy and Tommy. We just blew a fuse. How do I know you're my mom and not a zombie? This is why I don't want you watching scary movies. You seem to be avoiding the zombie question. Max, I am not a zombie. Okay, but what about that baby? (laughs) He's got the blank stare and the drool. Classic zombie. So he tells Cosmo, since the world's ended, you can pee and poop basically wherever you want. DJ comes down the stairs with Tommy, of course. Max is taking precautions, saying, hey, state your name. And DJ's like, I'm Mommy. And this is Tommy. It's just, you know, the house blew a fuse. It'll be okay. So he's like, are you a zombie? And she's he, she's avoiding the question. Like, no, I'm not. See, this is why I don't let you watch scary movies. And she's like, I'm not a zombie, Max. And then he's like, yeah, but what about that baby? The blank stare and the drool. Classic zombie. It's <laughs> so cute. We come back to the party. She's like, don't worry, everybody. The party's gonna be back on just as soon as the electricity's fixed. Oh, in the meantime, how about a piece of birthday ice cream cake, which is melted, of course. Now it's like birthday ice cream cake soup. That thing really melted fast. I gotta hand it to Stephanie. She's doing her best to keep those kids happy and cheer them up and make them not leave the party. So Ramona comes over to Stephanie and says, Stephanie, please help. I'm begging you. I just got a text saying how lame my party is from people who aren't even here. Yikes. Well, in the world of texting and everything, news travels faster than normal. I know what to do. Hey, you guys. Come on, you don't need electricity to have fun? When I was your age, we would have loved for the power to go out. Okay? Everybody, pair up and make out. (laughs) Nobody pair up, nobody make out. 
So the one thing that Stephanie thinks to do, like, oh, you kids, when I was your age, I would have loved to have the power go out. Here's what you do. Grab a person, pair up, and start making out with each other. DJ comes up, whoa, 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 no, 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 no. Nobody pair up and nobody make out. And as soon as she says that, she's gone. Grabs Matt, goes over to Kimmy and says, Fernando's downstairs with the electrician. This would be a great time, Kimmy, for you to meet Matt. So, of course, when they shake hands, Kimmy immediately starts choking. And this isn't good. Okay, they're in the it's dark, so I didn't realize they had moved to the kitchen. And she's starting to cho- choke. Luckily, Matt knows the Heimlich maneuver, but Fernando comes up right in time to see his still wife in a semi-compromising position, and he freaks out and slaps Matt with a yellow rubber dish glove. Well, actually, he sees her hugging Matt, thanking him, and Fernando's like, oh my gosh, what are you doing to my wife? Why are you hugging her? But DJ's like, Fernando, it's not what you think. And Fernando's like, I think I saw a tall, handsome man hugging my wife. So Fernando takes this rubber dish glove and says, I challenge you, and slaps Matt across the face with that rubber glove. I can imagine that would, if not hurt, it would at least sting a little bit. Because he really wallops him across the face. Uh, Fernando extends the glove, like, for Matt to take. Like, oh, I'm going to challenge you, and now you got to try to hit me with it type of thing. Which, this is only something I swear I've seen in, like, a cartoon. Or maybe something that happened in the Three Stooges or the old black and white films. So, Fernando, when he says, I challenge you, and Matt finally coming to, in a way, realize, like, what? To a dishwash? Kimmy jumps in and says, Fernando, he was saving my life. If you hadn't have gone off half-cocked, you would have realized that. Because she was choking. Like, dude, seriously, you gotta not fly off the handle like that. So Fernando's mouth is agape. Like, oh, I'm, I'm sorry, I just, I came up here and I saw and I, oh my goodness, I really messed up. So it gets even more weirder when Fernando starts hugging Matt and says, thank you, thank you for saving the life of my beloved. And then he starts kissing him like, you know, the French do on, you know, one in each cheek. So DJ takes Matt into the living room and says, hey, I'm sorry, tonight was really weird. And Matt's like, why? Because I just got slapped and kissed by the same man. So this is an, an ad- this is a adorable reveal as DJ's like, wow, you've re- you're really cute when you had some tequila in you. And he says, when you're pretty cute when I've had some tequila in me. <laughs> oh, he admits that he kind of likes her. So Matt tries to scramble the like cover. Like, oh, not that I don't always think that you're cute. Or I mean, and, and DJ is just like, oh, wow, this guy does, you know, he likes me. So Matt just gets like, I, I gotta go. <laughs> so DJ says, I'll see you Monday. We're neutering a border collie. And he's like, oh, I can't wait. So as soon as Matt opens the door, there is Steve. Like, hey, did you meet Kimmy? Did you love Kimmy? She's great, right? Like, why is it whenever they open a door, whenever Matt and DJ are together, Steve is, like, right outside. Like, ugh. I like you, Steve, but I don't like you being like this. So Steve says, oh, I'll walk you to your car and make sure you leave. What? And now we come back to the kitchen with Fernando and Kimmy. And... Kimmy's like, see, I really wish you wouldn't fly off the handle like this. And he says, I'm very possessive of the things I possess. And she says, you don't possess me, Fernando. And this, your actions, this is why. So, of course, while they're fighting, this is when Ramona comes in. And Ramona's like, I can't believe it. You couldn't even get along for one day. I do feel bad for Ramona. I mean, yeah, the party, of course, isn't going great. And, she's like, and then, uh, of course, to add on top of that, Kimmy and Fernando, even though they said that they would be able to, you know, get along for that one day, they get into a fight. It's like, sweetie, you weren't there to see what happened. People are gonna fight. They're not hitting each other. They're not swearing at each other. It still sucks. They're having, they're having a disagreement. I don't know what to call it, but come on. 
So, Kimmy and Fernando go up to Ramona's room, and they apologize again for arguing, and Ramona feels stupid. She, I actually got my hopes up that we'd be a family again. And I get it, that's what she wants, but... And Kimmy says, it can't, Ramona, it can't be the same since your papa and I are no longer together. But we're still your family. That's right. Even though they don't live in the same house anymore, and, you know... But, you know, and, and that, this, Fernando's right. We both love you so much. It's like our love, even though we're in a bad spot right now, our love for you is never going to change. And she says, but you guys almost got along for a whole day. Yes, they did. But that doesn't mean they're getting back together. That doesn't mean, that doesn't change anything. That doesn't, you know, it, she got her hopes up thinking like, oh, they're getting along. They're going to get back together. I mean... That's what any kid probably would feel seeing their parents get along for a day. Like, oh, maybe that means they'll get back together. Like, mm, no. Sorry, kiddo. I want to play this clip with Kimmy saying that, you know, there are some people who love each other. And they love what they've created. But they really just realize they can't be together. They can't live together. There are some people who love each other, but just aren't meant to live together. But no matter what happens between us, we will always be your parents. And we're always going to be here for you. Promise? Of course. And that's a promise I can keep, unlike the whole rubber glove business. <laughs> well, thanks for trying. It was almost a perfect day. Well, the day's not over. Get back down there and have some fun. Your friends are waiting. Nah, the party was a dud. They probably all went home by now. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Ramona. Happy birthday to you. Thanks for not bailing. We're here for you. Not for the party. But you might want to stay up Instagram for a day or two. <laughs> Make a wish, blow out the candles. <laughs> yeah. Did you wish for the power to come back on? No. I wish for something else. All right, well, come on, let's get this party restarted. Yeah! So, yeah, I just, I like what Kimmy said there. It's like, we're always going to be your parents. We're always going to love you, even though Fernando and I may or may not get back together in the future, basically. Um, like, hey, go down, have fun with your friends, go back to your party. Ramona's like, no, the party was a dud. And everyone's probably gone home. Surprise, surprise, we hear happy birthday. And the party's coming to her as they bring in the little cupcakes with the candles. And it's so sweet. I like Lola saying, we didn't come here for the party. We came here for you. And she, Ramona blows out her candles. And right away, the power comes back on. And DJ's like, did you wish for the power to come back on? Ramona turns and kind of looks at her parents like, no, I wish for something else. And it's like, go down there and enjoy your party, girl. You you deserve it. Oh, it's one of those confetti cannons. That just... Because now that the power is back on, Stephanie's like, hey, y'all ready for this? And everyone's like, yeah, 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 yeah. And there's a confetti cannon. It is so cool. So everyone starts dancing. And Jackson goes over to Lola and says, hey, um... Do you want to dance or something? Or you're da she's like, I already am dancing. And he's like, hey, can I dance next to you? And she's like, okay. And then Jackson, like, kind of nudges some guy like, hey, that's how you do it. <laughs> so we cut to DJ and Max. And Max is just looking like, hey, are you sure no one's a zombie? And DJ's like, honey, nobody here is a zombie. And then we cut to Jackson. And Max is like, well, what about Jackson? 
And DJ tells him, well, he might be part zombie. Because the way that Jackson is kind of holding his arms out like Frankenstein style. <laughs> it's cute. It's, and it's good. I like the power came back on. And Ramona gets a second chance at her party and everything. And it's just, it's sweet. So everyone pretty much looks like they've gone home. And Ramona's still opening her gift or her gifts, one of which is stationary. And Kimmy's like, well, who gives stationary? Fernando's like, uh, my mother. <laughs> Apparently that was her go-to gift since she was fired from the stationary store. Ouch. You're stealing all the stationary. Oh my goodness. Oh, your mother. We get to meet Fernando's mother. I think it's like in season four. Because when Kimmy's pregnant with Stephanie and Jimmy's baby. So, Ramona decides to write thank you notes, like, actually write them and send them in the actual mail. She's going, old school! Snail mail! This Ramona says, it's gonna be so retro. Oh my god. I can't believe sending stuff in the mail is retro. <laughs> I love, after Ramona goes off, you know, she says thank you and everything. She said, and Kimmy says, the one good thing we did in this world was that kid. And... Says that Ramona and you are the loves of my life. Aww. So Ramona says, like, I ha I admit it, I have some faults, but I'm trying to be a better man for Ramona. And for you, he adds. Aww. And she rubs his shoulder and she says, I know, and I appreciate that. Oh, this is going to lead to them kissing. Oh, he asks for a hug and she says, hey, how about a high five? So they high five and then they close their fingers around each other's hand and oh it's gonna get hot up in here so of course there was a witness to this Kimmy Fernando kiss as we hear a burp 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 it's Cosmo and Max who was in the doghouse with Cosmo and the look of horror on Max's face like what in the what I thought you two were supposed to be like separated or something anything you weren't supposed to see. No. Just you two making out. <laughs> For like a really long time. Max, I don't want Ramona or anyone else to find out about this, so you have to keep this a secret. Oh, I'm terrible at keeping secrets. I hide all my Halloween candy in my closet. Why would I tell you that? Because I'm terrible at keeping secrets. Look. If anybody asks any questions, you say nothing. I can do that. Hey, what's up? Nothing. <laughs> what's going on with Max? Nothing. nothing. <laughs> what just happened? So, Kimmy's like, Max, did you see anything? He's like, oh no, nothing more than you two making out for a very long time. And Kimmy and Fernando are like, look, Max, you gotta keep this a secret. We don't want Ramona or anyone else knowing about this. And he's like, oh, well, I'm bad at keeping secrets. Terrible, in fact. Um, I hide all my Halloween candy in my closet. Why didn't I tell you that? Because I'm terrible at keeping secrets. So, Fernando says, Max, look, if anyone asks questions, just say, I don't know anything. Say nothing, in fact. DJ comes out and says, hey, what's going on? And Max is like, nothing. And he runs off. Kimmy, like, looks, or DJ looks at Kimmy and Fernando and says, what's going on? What's up? And they're like, nothing. And they leave. And then DJ looks at Cosmo and says, what just happened here? And Cosmo barks and then runs off screen. And that's pretty much the episode. DJ just throws up her hands like, I give up. No one's telling me anything. And that is the episode. I thought that was was such a cute, fun episode. I, I loved Max and Cosmo. They were my favorite. I loved, you know, Ramona and Lola, you know, just they finally were able to, she was able to have a good party. Lola saying, we're not here for the party, we're here for you was really sweet. Uh, Jackson with Lola, it was pretty average. <laughs> But I thought it was funny when Stephanie, like, hey, since it's dark out, we don't need electricity. You can all just pair up and start making out. Like, uh, no. 
Um, I did not care for the whole thing with Steve being kind of a creeper. Like, always lurking around the door whenever DJ is speaking to Matt. It's like, I don't like how he's coming across. He's like, uh... That's not Full House, Steve. But as far as, like, for a best outfit... Um... I mean, I thought Ramona's dress was nice, but that's about it. Max with his little, like, bow tie or his button-up shirt. That, that was cute. But Jack, Jackson, I, I kind of, like, all the stuff that Stephanie pulled off. The hat, the sunglasses, the jacket, all that stuff. It's like, eh. I would have to say, if I had to get worse dressed, I'd say Jackson in that outfit just looked ridiculous. And I'd have to say, my lesson for this episode is just things happen that you can't control. Either you can just try to... I mean, change is going to be hard regardless of where it comes from, but uh, sometimes we got to swallow that hard fact and just try to either make the best of it or just adapt to it or however. You know, and referring to Ramona with her parents. I know she wants them to get together and thinking that they had this special day and they were getting along that they're going to get back together, but yeah. Kids and divorce, it's never an easy thing. But this, yeah, this was the final episode of the birthday-themed episodes. So I hope you enjoy it, and I will be back next week with the Summer Fun Series final episode, which is Fuller House Season 2 Episode 1, Welcome Back. And that will conclude the Summer Fun Series. From then on, we go into September. We are going to be focusing on back to school because it's September. So, all right, everybody. Have a great weekend. Bye-bye.